You are now listening to Pursuit Cast, the official podcast of Pursuit NYC. May it be an encouragement to you today and stir your soul for revival. Well, welcome everybody to our very first podcast ever, Pursuit Cast. Um, it's my privilege and honor to be here with Andrew Mayer, the worship pastor of the river. Thank you for being with us, Andrew. Thanks, dude. Glad to be here. Yeah, thank you, bro, for being willing, and you're our first guest ever, so. Sweet. I hope it's an honor. <laughs> I'm, I'm super honored right now. Yeah, um, so can it. you tell us a little bit about yourself? I mean, you're the worship pastor. And... Yeah, um, I'm the worship pastor at the river uh, in Pearl River, New York, in Rockland County, um, just over the line from uh, Bergen County, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been here for, I've been the worship pastor here for about a year and a half. Uh, and I've been here um, serving in le- leadership here for uh, about three years. Cool, cool. Now you have a, a new CD coming out this Friday. Yep. And a release event and worship night as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so the album's called Open Up the Roof. Um, and it's coming out this Friday, like you said. Um, and really what I wanted to do with it is is kind of, there's no subtitle, but if there was a subtitle to it, it would be just Songs for a Move of God. Mm, that's awesome. Um, and uh, I've been singing the songs. All the songs are like between like six months to like four years old. Okay. Um, and so they're all songs we've been singing here at the river. Um, and... You know, every time we sing them, um, you know, God really like encounters us mm-hmm. in in a special way. I feel like He's really given us language for His kingdom through this music. Um, so, and it's it's really impacted our our people. People talk all the time about um, like just write songs for the local church. Like, if you're mm-hmm. a songwriter, like write songs for your local church, and uh, it you know, you, you're like, kind of like, okay, that, that's cool. But like writing songs that are kind of born out of like our own journey mm-hmm. as a church and a, as a community um, has been really cool. And like every time we sing those songs that were written for our, our house, like it, yeah. it, it connects with people. People are like, there's something in their hearts that just like leaps into it. So, so I guess a subtext for, for open up the roof, the album would be songs for move of God. Cause we want to see a move of God here in Pearl river. Yeah, that's uh, in awesome, Rockland bro. County. So we're releasing the album album on Friday, and um, we're doing a like a CD release, album release party, worship night this Friday um, here at the River. Cool. Now, are these all original songs? Yeah. Yep. Um, I either wrote them myself or I co-wrote them with um, some different people from our team here. Cool. Cool. Now, how'd you come up with the title, Open Up the Roof? It's, uh, it's the line from one of the songs uh, called Freedom. And the, the bridge uh, goes, open up the roof, heaven's coming in. Mm. And um, so I just kind of felt, like as I was praying and like, you know, kind of seeking the Lord on this whole process and like, what's kind of like the whole heart of like what this is about. And it's about opening up the roof. It's about wanting heaven to come in wanting, you know, heaven here on earth. And, and so we kind of went after that. Cool. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So now who are a couple of your influences in worship? Now, 
you're using language, you know, like Bill Johnson's book and stuff like that. And but in terms of your worship style, your leading, you know, what's some of your influences there? Um, some of my influences for worship. Um, let's see. Hmm. I, at different points, there's kind of different people that have influenced me. Mm -hmm. um, so kind of depending, I guess, on the season I've been in, there's been different people where I've been like, man, that's, that's good. I want to kind of get everything I can from them. Um, overall, right now, I'd say kind of two sources are, are kind of big for me. Um, uh, it's this guy, Ray Hughes, who... Um, I went out to, to Bethel Church in Reading to their school of worship, and this guy they had come teach, his name's Ray Hughes. Uh, no relation to Tim Hughes. Uh -huh. This guy's like a you know, not Kentucky guy with like a thick southern accent. Oh, wow. But he's just like this brilliant guy, and some of the stuff he talks about as far as like the depth of like theology of, of worship and, and um, you know, what what the Lord has called us to as worshipers and stuff is just pretty incredible. Um, so, so I'd say he's, he's definitely a huge influence. Like I, he blows my mind. Like every time I hear him speak, mm -hmm. um, and I'm always like getting new stuff from him as far as just like learning and understanding about like my role as a worshiper, my role as a, as a musician to kind of, uh, usher in it and shift the atmosphere, yeah. um, in a, in a room, in a, in a city, in a region. Oh, so, wow. So he, he's definitely one, and um, honestly, like, the life of David in the Bible mm -hmm. it has been a massive influence for me. Um, I like reading through the story of David chronologically. So basically, I take, um, like, the story of him in First, Second Samuel, um, and in First and Second, or First, a little bit into First Kings, and then in, like, First Chronicles and stuff. Um, wherever the life of David is, like I read it like chronologically, mm. like as it happened. And included with that is you read the Psalms that David wrote like chronologically as to yeah. like within the story. So I'll read about Saul trying to kill David, you mm -hmm. know, and drive him out of a certain city. And then the next thing I'm reading is a Psalm that David wrote while he was in the city yeah. and how he's having this like love encounter with God and realizing how much God loves him, like in the midst of being chased down for yeah. murder. And it like just teaches me a lot about like, what are my priorities and in, in what is, what is actually the real reality mm -hmm. that I want to live in? So as a worshiper, like I want to live in the reality that David lived in that it doesn't matter if someone's coming to hunt me down. I'm, I'm having this love encounter and I'm just blown away because my father loves me so much. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm kind of living in that reality. Um, and, and, and the Lord ultimately rescues him, you know, mm -hmm. and, and rescues David out of that situation. And I just think it's such a big lesson for us to, to learn, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'd say those are, those are two pretty big Yeah, cool, influences. bro. I mean, the word that you used a lot just in this time was just worshiper. Mm -hmm. And, and I think a lot of times, you know, especially with so many CDs coming out, conferences and all that, that many people mistake worship for a song mm -hmm. or, you know, music. Um, how would you define a worshiper? Um, so I've had this kind of definition of worship that I've had for a while. 
um, and I think it helps kind of define us as human beings a bit, is, is we, um, like, we're, we're created to worship, right? Mm -hmm. um, one author, author says that we're created to, to be outpourers. We're going we're gonna to pour out ourselves into something or into someone. Um, we're just made to do that. We're made to kind of obsess almost mm -hmm. over something. So worship is, for me, is really about obsession. Mm -hmm. It's being obsessed with something or someone. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, my, my goal is to be obsessed with Jesus yeah. and, and to be, to be worshiping, a worshiper of Jesus. So um, I want to be an outpourer where, where my heart and everything is kind of fixed on this idea of worshiping Jesus. So whether that's, like you said, like not necessarily just singing, but, um, you know, I'm also, um, you know, uh, when I'm working, you know, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm setting my heart in such a way that I'm, I'm a worshiper, mm -hmm. you know, um, when I'm, you know, the, uh, I, I wasn't leading worship this morning here, here at our church. Um, one of our other worship leaders was, and, uh, the, the room, like, it just broke out in the room and we just like we were dancing uh -huh. and freedom of the Lord was here and so like I was just like dancing like cr a crazy man this morning because uh -huh. awesome. God's freedom was here and so like you know I'm as I'm dancing like I'm, I'm pouring out everything I've got to to be a worshiper of him so um, I think it's 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 really about like understanding that worship is about um, it's about obsession and, mm. and what are we going to live because we can be obsessed with so much like people can be obsessed with their favorite movie or their, you know, their favorite, uh, you know, their iPhone or, or whatever it is, um, uh, you know, or TV show or whatever it is, yeah. and they're going to consume and they're going to pour a lot of time and pour a lot of energy into the thing that they yeah. are obsessed with. And so if I'm pouring my time and my energy and my thought into Jesus, like not necessarily the work of Jesus, but into Jesus, yeah, um, I, I'm worshiping him. Mm. That's good. I mean, I think, you know, as you're saying, if you're obsessed about something, you know, you're not just doing one thing about it. It just consumes every part of your life, you know. Yeah. When, you, when you're eating, when you're sleeping, when you're working, mm -hmm. when you're doing the traditional, you know, quote-unquote church worship. Right. Everything is an expression of your obsession. Yeah. But Jesus is cool, bro. Um, now, that's your definition of a worshiper. And, and how do you, I guess lead worship out of that, you know, mm -hmm. as, as a worship leader, you know, yeah. and then you're a worshiper. Like, how do you kind of, you know, walk those right. paths, I guess? Yeah. So, um, what I tell like our team here is, um, that when we come together on a Sunday morning, um, it's about gathering around his presence, right? Mm. Gathering around the presence of God. Um, and we're there we're there first and foremost to minister to his presence. Um, so, you know, um, we break down a lot of like the performance mm -hmm. mindset here. Um, cause we're, we're not super concerned with how people are responding to yeah. the music. Like I, our music is pretty good. Um, I think, but you know, we're not, you know, our goal is not to, you know, have great music so people are yeah. getting up out of their seats. It's, it's um, when I'm leading, I'm kind of just listening for what the Lord wants to do 
Mm -hmm. um, and just looking for him and looking for his face. And when I find it, kind of his face in a sense, and like I'm kind of picturing him in my mind's eye and, and I'm aware that he's there in the room and I just start singing to him, yeah. you know, and it, uh, it can sound like odd, honestly, but like, you know, if, if my, my relationship is with him and I know him, you know, and I know, and I know who God is and I talk to him, um, you know, I'm just going to get up there on a Sunday and start singing to him mm -hmm. just like I would talk to him. Um, you can't be a stranger to Jesus during the week and then yeah. suddenly be his intimate buddy on Sunday mornings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't really work too well because, you know, you're kind of like trying to learn who he is while you're trying to lead other people. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's important to remember as like a worship leader, like the people in the room can really go, only go as far as you've gone yourself. Yeah. You can't lead them somewhere you haven't been. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, for me to be, you know, having my own personal worship time so that when I get up in the uh, to lead on, uh, for one of our like Sunday gatherings, like I'm not, um, you know, I'm not trying to like find Jesus. Like I know he's there. Like yeah. I, I already know him. So I'm just <laughs> going to start singing to him. And the way we do it is we, we set it up where, um, you know, I'm going to minister to the Lord. Our team, our band is going to minister to the Lord's presence. And we're going to invite the people gathered to join us in that. So we're not, um, I'll, I'll err on the side of ministering to the Lord instead of like leading people. Like yeah. I, I think the way um, I've articulated it previously is um, I'm not going to say to the people, come on, people, start worshiping God. I'm going to worship the Lord and kind of draw them into that yeah. from that angle. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. So, I, so I think that's kind of my mindset every time I get up yeah. there is I'm, I'm kind of leading them on a journey from like welcoming God's presence into the room and kind of we're coming together and just leading them to a place every every day of um, of intimacy. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Jesus himself says, you know, when you lift up the Son of Man, yep. he'll draw all men to himself, you mm -hmm. know? So yep. you just got to lift him up. That's and right. as cheesy or corny or played out as it is, you know, it's, it's about the audience of one, you know? Yeah. Where I feel like if you just lift him up, you know, he'll, he'll do the rest. And um, yeah. I remember a while back, um, I was listening to this worship leader, and he said this phrase, mm -hmm. um, you know, Jesus, you know, I don't want you to be a familiar stranger. Mm. You know, it's like we're yeah. familiar with him, but yet at the same time he's a stranger because we don't really know him. And mm. it just really struck me. But, yeah. you know, like you're saying, it's about knowing him. You don't have to find him because you've just been walking with him all week. So. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Um, um, one more question I have uh, before we listen to a clip of one of your songs is, you know, how, how do you yourself connect with God? You know, I, I've, I've, I've talked to different people. You know, some people, they, they journal mm -hmm. or they, you know, meditate on a, on a scripture verse or mm -hmm. some just, you know, they just go to like a park or something like that. Mm -hmm. But how, how do you yourself um, connect with the Father? Yeah. Um, I think some of it just depends on like what season of my life I'm in. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I connect with them best when I'm just going to sleep, when I'm just sleeping. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Quite resting, honestly. resting. Yeah. yeah, like you know, and just um, kind of fixing my my heart on him as I fall asleep. Um, uh, other times, journaling has been good and writing. Mm -hmm. how, about, um, how about in this season? Yeah, lately, um, lately it's been. 
driving in the car, actually. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just be in the car and kind of just listening for what the Lord has to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just kind of hang in with him and, yeah. and, and be in there. Um, and I'd say probably alongside of that, like listening to like music is, is yeah. pretty much always mm-hmm. kind of a constant like connection, I think. Yeah. No, that's cool. I mean, I appreciate that because I feel like so many times people mystify what connecting with God looks like. You know, like you have to, you know, get on your knees and, and yeah, say yeah. Jesus three times. But, right, yeah. but for you, it's just, you know, it's just everyday living. Yeah. And, and that's just God's heart. He wants to connect with you. In everyday living, yeah. even in the mundane things. So yeah. that's cool. So let's listen to uh, a clip of one of Andrew's new songs on his new album, Open Up the Roof. Here is his blood, here is his body, broken and emptied for us. Death has been broken, his cross is broken. This is where my story comes This is where my story just listened to uh, My Story by Andrew Mayer. Can you tell us, I guess, the story behind My Story? Yeah. Um, so I think I was like sitting in my room and uh, some songs that I've written are kind of like God speaking to me about a specific thing or whatever. I think I was kind of just like, um, you know, I want to write a song about uh, like communion and mm-hmm. how that's like kind of like like the whole story of what Jesus did, and that's like our heritage. That's, that's what yeah. we have. So, um, and then so with the whole idea of like heritage and and stuff like that, that's how the the hymn mm-hmm. from the refrain from Blessed Assurance got in there. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I mean, that's my favorite part when <laughs> you know you you just start joining it with the with the hymn. You get the whole like chorus in there. Like, yeah, just like. Just worship, you know, like yeah. just people worshiping just all together. That's yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So it, it kind of, for me, it was just like, um, personally, it's kind of, I mean, I know it's called my story, but I'd never actually intentionally really wrote it to be, your to be story. my story. <laughs> but I, I mean, it's my story. It's like our story, right? Yeah. Uh, as believers. But like, it's, it's actually re- more recently gotten um, very like, personal almost like wow like this is my story um so i've kind of owned that song in a new way recently just through some stuff that god's been sharing with me and um just the whole idea of like i'm going to praise my savior all all the day long like um you know nothing's like no matter what like i want my life to be marked by praising the lord yeah and and entering into to everything jesus has for me so Mm, so that's that yeah that's cool i mean I love the part where it's, we're all been written into the story, you know? Like you're saying, it, it's my story, but that's everyone's story. Like, yeah. everyone could sing this song and say, that's my story, because yeah. it's the same story, you know? Mm-hmm. We've all been written in. Cool. Yeah, man. Well, um, here at Pursuit, um, 
you know, our vision is revival or bust. You know, we're not settling for anything less. It's not about a good time. It's not about, you know, like we're just talking about worship. It's not about having that nice worship experience, but Mm -hmm. we really want to see revival take place in our region, in our time, in our generation. Um, You know, we want to be part of, you know, my personal heart is that we would see, you know, the last great awakening that will usher Jesus' return. So, you know, we're sold out. Um, We're not sellouts. We're sold out for the kingdom of God, and, and our vision is revival or bust. So, you know, that's our heart. Um, we want to see people encounter God. And, and so revival is really big for our ministry. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how, how do you yourself define revival? Yeah, uh, we, we talk about this a lot, like our leadership team um, here at the church. We're kinda, we kind of had two different things in our mind going on. Um, and where we've talked about revival as the reawakening of the church mm. and and getting it back on its mission yeah, to, to make disciples and, and to bring heaven to earth and uh, and see the kingdom of God here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the part that has been kind of stirring in me a lot lately is this idea that I feel like goes a step beyond revival, um, and that's reformation. Mm. And, and this idea of... There's different people I've, I've been hearing speak on it, and I been thinking about some stuff and I think Bill Johnson actually started talking a little bit he made a little comment about reformation and something I heard him say and and then in a completely separate conversation in our leadership team we started talking about you know revival as the awakening of the church but then like this idea of reformation is like mm. all of society being like revamped when it when it comes into contact with God's kingdom yeah yeah um so I think kind of my, my definition of revival, kind of where I'm at currently, is, is revival is when the church, like, wakes up to everything that God has for them, mm-hmm. and, and they kind of go. Yeah. They just go, and, yeah, they, yeah. and they do what they're called to do. Uh, and I think that is what causes um, the reformation of society. And I yeah. feel like sometimes we, we kind of get the revival and we get the awakening thing, but we don't realize we're supposed to actually take it and take it out and mm-hmm. do something yeah, yeah, yeah. with it. And I mean, you know, I feel like the word revival, you know, it has a lot of misconceptions. Yeah. And I think it also has a lot of baggage with it too. Mm-hmm. You know, people claiming certain things were revival. And, and you know, I totally agree where you know, it definitely has to start in-house. Mm-hmm. It has to start with the people of God. But ultimately revival is for the people out there. Now, that's mm-hmm. who we're trying to revive, you know? Yeah. That's the people who that, that need to encounter God. And, and, and I mm-hmm. feel like revival isn't for Christians to, you know, have a good time and, yeah. and pat themselves on the back, but really being on mission, you know, like, like you said, just really going out there and seeing people's lives get changed, seeing mm-hmm. the kingdom of God come, seeing people get healed, not just during a healing service or a healing conference or whatnot, but... In, in the streets, in the workplaces, mm-hmm. school campuses, yeah. you know, that, and I yep. think that's revival, you know. So that's that's what we're really big on here, and and what what do you think is worship's role in revival, you know, both, right. you know, I guess the on the stage worship as well as yeah. you know, what we talked about this whole time being a worshiper. What do you, mm-hmm. what do you see worship, um, yeah, in revival? Um, I guess I'll I'll talk about the worship being a worshiper. And revival, and then I guess, uh, and then I'll I'll touch on the, the worship music, yeah. Because I think I think they both play kind of a 
a bit of a role. Um, so being a worshiper, if I'm obsessed with God, right, if I'm obsessed with everything he is and everything he's done, um, you know, I guess I just kind of translate it to anything else I could get obsessed about. If there's this new restaurant I love, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell everyone I know about that restaurant. Yeah. And I'm going to be like, you need to go eat there. Because mm-hmm. it is awesome. I, no, I'm going to take you. I'm going to take you. Yeah. We're going to go eat there. It's on me because I want you to experience how awesome this is. Yeah. Right? So if I'm obsessed with Jesus, and I, that's, that's my life as a worshiper, right? I'm going to be like, hey, you got to try this. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You need to meet him. Mm. He's the coolest guy, right? You yeah, know, that's, it's that's good. you know, because if we're if you know, it sounds kind of I guess cheesy, be like Jesus is so cool, like, <laughs> but in a sense, like yeah, he is. Like yeah, yeah. you know, if if we've got a relationship with him, there's something about him that's just like oh, like yeah, yeah. so so the whole thing about um, worship and re- being a worshiper in revival, there's that aspect of it where you're just so charged and amped mm-hmm. up for 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 God that you're you're so yeah. willing to let it consume everything. Yeah. I mean, like. I mean, if you're dating like a girl, you know, yeah. And if you're crazy about it, you can't wait to introduce her to your friends and right, your family, right. you know. Yeah. Like, if you're ashamed of her, <laughs> you're not bringing her around, you right? Know, but then but, but how much more for Jesus, you know? Yeah, exactly. And then, so the I guess the worship music part of it is, all through Scripture, you see God does something. There's a move of God. I guess bringing it back around to what my album is about—a move of God, songs for mm-hmm. a move of God. Um, is you see, you know, Moses and the people of Israel cross the Red Sea um, and the Egyptians are defeated. You see God do this mighty work. Yeah. And then the next thing that happens is there's a song mm. that's sung and there's praise and there's worship that happens. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, every time that God does this mighty work, there's like a whole section that's just like, like a song, a spontaneous song of worship yeah. breaks out or whatever. Um, and there's something tied to, you know, when when Jesus was in Mary's womb, and she, and Mary goes to visit her cousin, mm-hmm. um, she breaks out into a song, like a spontaneous yeah. song. When Mary is visited by the angel to be first told she was pregnant, like there's this like move of God happening. This angel yeah. declares like God's coming. Mm-hmm. He's coming to be with his people, and Mary like breaks out into a song. Like yeah. there's something about like God putting his stamp on something and breathing on something and the expression that follows is music. Yeah. That's, uh, no, that's, music yeah I didn't think about and, that. And creativity. Awesome. So, um, yeah, there's, there's tons of stuff. I love talking about like the Holy spirit and how he like births creativity yeah, and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I think he, it's just kind of the natural thing because people will forget a sermon, mm-hmm. um, long, before they forget a song yeah you know a song will kind of stick in your mind and and the Mm. words of it and so if it's a song that's full of who god is and and it's full of his move and and his revival then um people aren't going to forget it yeah yeah no i mean i love that you know like because i think you know we talked about how you know worship isn't music yeah but at the same time music is part of worship you know Mm -hmm. because i feel like yeah yeah people take it to the extreme like right you know they're either just want to be entertained and, and sing the latest and greatest songs or yeah. they're like no you know like music is not allowed or you know whatever the case might be right but, right but i love that god is the one that births these songs and mm-hmm. you know he's the ultimate creator you know yeah. he, he, he's the one that that gave us creativity and, and music is such a gift yep. you know from from the lord so but you know that that's our time together you know thank you so much andrew for being with us for taking time out of 
preparing for your album release yeah, and just hanging out with us, chilling with us, and being our first guest ever. Sweet. Hope it's great, man. Maybe for your next CD, we could have you as well. But sure. Um, we do have a special surprise for you, um, for those of you listening, to not only celebrate our first podcast, but also Andrew's release. Um, so in order to enter, we're doing actually a, a giveaway of Andrew's CD. Um, to enter, uh, follow uh, Pursuit NYC on Twitter. It's at Pursuit NYC, as well as Andrew's Twitter, which is... Uh, it's just at Andrew Meir, M-E-H-E-R. So follow both of us, um, and then we'll, I'll put up a tweet with Pursuit. Just retweet it, follow us both, and we'll announce a winner, um, you know, by the end of the week, end of the month. Something. You'll, if you win, you'll get it. So just follow us, retweet it, retweet yeah. it. And also, Andrew's album release is called Open Up the Roof. Yep. It's um, coming out this Friday. Yep. There's a release party and, and event. Yeah, and if, they, if they want to buy tickets for it, um, they can go to my website, andrewmere.com. So it's andrew, A-N-D-R-E-W, M-E-H-E-R.com. Mm -hmm. so and the, the place to buy tickets is right on there. Yeah, so check out his website. Um, it's going to be here at the river yep. um, in Pearl River. The address is 253 Earhart Road. And yeah. what time is it at? Uh, doors open at 7.30. Okay, so 7.30. Can people buy tickets at the door yeah, as well? Yeah, people can buy tickets at the door. They're a little more expensive if you buy them at the door, but they'll be for sale. Okay, for sure. so buy it online now. So thanks, Andrew, once again. Got it, man. And we'll be Good playing with, with you. you. We'll be... Um, partnering with you for Revival, and we would love to have you and your team come down and, and lead worship for, with us one day. That would be Sweet. awesome. Yeah, it would be great. And so thank you for listening. We love you. God bless. Thank you for listening to Pursuit Cast. For more information on the ministry of Pursuit NYC, please visit us on the web at www.pursuitnyc.org. Revival or bust.